All right, what's up, guys? This is the first podcast for We Got a Memo. It's just four dudes just being guys, doing our thing, having fun. I'm Michael. I live for the hot takes, big on sports. I love it all. And there's three other guys. They're going to introduce yourselves. Go ahead. I don't care who goes first. Uh, I'm next on the list, so I guess I'll go. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm Roland. I've been playing sports all my life. Uh, former D1 swimmer. Um, but now I just like watching sports. <laughs> uh, I'm Xavier. I am from Pittsburgh. Love Pittsburgh sports. Um, I love soccer. I coach soccer right now. So, yeah. Nice. John? Sorry, cut you off there. It's okay. You can steal my thunder. I'm John, currently living in the D.C. area. Not a fan of D.C. sports, but slowly getting into D.C. United. It's good to have a team locally that I can follow. Love running, love soccer, and learning to love the great sport of football. Baseball still has a lot of growing to do. (laughs) Yeah, I won't rip you on that one. Can I just ask, first of all, what you guys thought of that music? I was not ready for it. <laughs> but <wasn't> did... <laughs> the first, like, five seconds kind of started, but towards the end, I was like, okay, I can get this. Yeah, well, that was made by our friend Peter Kelly. Follow him on Spotify. His name is Scrimshaw. Um, he makes some good stuff. All right, so the way we're going to... What'd you say? I said I'm literally doing it right now. Good. Yeah, he, he'll he appreciate it. He only has one song, but he, like, made that whole thing, so it's pretty cool. All right, so what we're going to do each week is probably start off with our favorite sports moment from the past week. Um, John, did you have one? Tottenham Hotspurs in the English FA Cup, one of the best cup or league cup matches in the world, thrashed Tranmere 7-0. to Fernando Lorente, the FA Cup man, a hat trick, crushed it. Serge Aurier opened the scoring in the 40th minute. It was beautiful. Hopefully, this is the competition that Spurs win, that Maurizio Pochettino claims his first trophy and can stay at the club and can use this as leverage with Daniel Levy, the Tottenham sports owner, to get whether it's more transfer money or anything to be competitive with the likes of Liverpool and Manchester City. See, this is good because I had no idea this was happening. I'm sure a lot of people don't follow the English Premier League like you do, so we get a little different perspective, which I like. All right, Roland, what do you got for us? Yeah, uh, mine's actually sticking with soccer. Uh, It's not the FA Cup because Liverpool lost today to the Wolves, and that is not my favorite sports moment of the week. Um... But the, uh, the big uh, matchup between uh, Manchester City and Liverpool, um, it was a really exciting game all the way through. Uh, Liverpool lost, um, but it was, uh, I don't know, it was, it was a very thrilling game. Um, if you're looking for, this is my first year watching the Premier League, so if you're looking for you know, teams to watch, it's, it's whoever Manchester... City or Liverpool's playing right now. So nice. Yeah. Also, if you're an American, King James twenty three LeBron is a part owner of Liverpool. 
That's right. He's made like millions off that investment. You're right. Good point, John. Zay, what do you got for us? Um, I was going to go uh, with Christian Pulisic going to Chelsea, but I knew John would hate me on that one. Um, but I'm going to go with football and say watching the Baltimore Ravens lose. Uh, being a Pittsburgh fan, uh, nothing better than seeing that. Seeing Baltimore fans booing Lamar Jackson. Um, I loved it. But he didn't really do anything to the game, so watching that game made me happy. Yeah, Zay just going for all of Baltimore right now. But that was a good point with Christian Pulisic because that's, like, big for American soccer. Isn't that, like, the biggest transfer or signing for an American player? Right? So that's big. Yeah, it is. $75 million. Top 10 Premier League transfer transfers of all time up there with the likes of Paul Pogba, Kevin De Bruyne. He's joining Chelsea, a side based on possession, but now it's up to see what happens in their transfer window. Is he going to play? Who's leaving? Who's staying in? And seeing how he'll, he will adapt. But to. he was the best transfer because he's an American, so that's all I got to yep. say. Um, For my favorite moment of the week, I was going to go with the Pulisic thing, too, because that was big for USA. Um, But I'll probably go with um, probably Andrew Luck just destroying the Texans, showing everyone he's back. Big MVP candidate. Just after a lost year, you know, it's good to see him back. Um, All right, so now, uh, after our favorite moment, we're going to go into, like, a hot story from the past week or something big. And so for our first one, we're going to hand it over to Zay because he's a Steelers fan and he's going to talk about Antonio Brown and the situation there in Pittsburgh. Um, so just quick backstory. Uh, I guess AB, the week before week 17, uh, left practice Wednesday unhappy and he didn't show up to practice Thursday, Friday, or Saturday and then just showed up Sunday expecting to play. And Mike Tomlin's like, nope, not happening. And I was so happy he did that. Um, now, I, I don't know. I think AB is a very selfish player. And I think AB and uh, Le'Veon Bell caused a lot of issues with uh, for the Steelers this season. Um, and now I guess AB requested a trade, which I hope the Steelers follow through with that because offense has, I don't know, offense has never been an issue for the Steelers as far as when we have Ben Roethlisberger. Because if you look at... Um, past receivers, look at Mike Wallace, San Antonio Holmes. They were nothing after they left the Steelers, um, but they were, did so well with Ben Roethlisberger. So I just I'm not saying AB will be nothing if he leaves because he's he's so talented. But if you stick him with the Jets, well I guess Sam Darnold's doing okay. But like if you stick him with like a bad team, he's he's again gonna be like a Mike Wallace. Or Santonio Holmes with another team. So I just think he's stupid for causing a scene and requesting a trade. Um, but I also don't think you can uh, put it all on AB. I think Ben hasn't been the best leader for the team. Um, but I think you trade AB, try and get a first round pick, or even a defensive player, because the Steelers' defense is not the best. So that's where I'm at. Trade AB. All right, so even though Antonio Brown will still cost the Steelers like $20 million, you're still a fan of them trading him? Yeah, because it will only be for next season. Okay, so you're saying culture over player. 
Yeah. All right, I like that stand. Do you have any anyone have teams in mind that you think should trade for Antonio Brown? Because I have a few, but I want to leave it to you guys first. I mean, the Jets would be interesting just because he is young and he ha- he has shown potential, Sam Darnold. But um, I mean, people have been saying Arizona, but I think that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's a, that's something I'd have to think about. Maybe I mean, the Patriots always like to go after people like that. So I hope they. I mean, the Steelers control where it goes because it's a trade which is a good thing for us. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Ro, what are your thoughts on that one, huh? Um, I want him. Uh, you know, Bill Belichick doesn't take crap from players. Uh, you know, they, they, they have a good history of taking these players that have been, you know, tumultuous in other locker rooms like uh, Garrett Blunt was with the Steelers. Um, and... You know, after a time with the Patriots, and then you know we got him back and won a Super Bowl with him and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I would um, seeing the Patriots' uh, offensive weapons this year has been um, pretty. I don't know. It's, it's been tough to watch some games, um, just because Gronk is you know definitely needs to either you know get. Change change courses a little bit, or um, retire. Um, huh? Get medical help for all his concussions. <laughs> yeah. Um, or uh, and you know Julian Edelman has been you know doing okay, but not great. Uh, we had Josh Gordon, which which really you know was starting to help out with that deep threat, uh, but he's out. So um, I don't know. I, I'd like to see it happen. Um, I think it's something that could work, uh, but we'll see. I certainly wouldn't give too much for him because, you know, as as long as you have Tom Brady, you don't really need that. But right, um, I mean, I think Tom Brady proved that this because, year, right? Mm-hmm. Tom Brady proved that this year. He didn't have many weapons. Right. Josh Gordon was there for <laughs> six weeks. Gronk obviously lost a step. Edelman is had some drops, so. But they're still in the playoffs. So. They are. John, do you have a team? Thoughts? Two words. Oh. Chicago Bears. What? After that kicking mishap, anybody is better than him. All right. Get Antonio Brown in there and let's see what we can do. All right. I'm just going to call you off on that because like, they don't have a first-round pick to trade. Yeah. They just paid Khalil That's Mack true. hundreds, so they don't have the money. Um, I don't know. For me, I was thinking like... Salary. Yeah, okay. He drove in on a helicopter to training camp. He's not going to take a kicker salary. Um, For me, I was thinking, like, Green Bay. I don't know if they have the money, um, but they have a young new GM who's willing to take money. Um, Breaking news. I don't know if you guys saw it. The Packers are planning on hiring Matt LaFleur, Titans OC, as their new head coach. Um, Get a new young offensive mind, I'm sure, a team with Antonio Brown and Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and even an old Jimmy Graham will scare people. But And they have that two second first round pick, so if they really wanted them, they could trade a one. Obviously, as a Bills fan, I don't know if I'd want him for the same reasons Zay was saying. You know, he's kind of a headache, bad culture. 
Um, but teams like the Jets, the Colts with a ton of cap space, the 49ers, he apparently followed a bunch of 49ers accounts, so I could see that happening. But uh, Ian Rappaport said he's expected to be traded, so I guess it's only a matter of time, and we will see what happens there. Yeah. All right, I was going to save the Matt LaFleur thing for now, but that came up a little earlier. Um, so now I'm just going to go into the college football playoff. We're recording this Monday, um, like an hour before the championship's about to go down. Bama Clemson, we'll give you our picks later, our thoughts. But before we get into that, we're going to take a recap of all, well, not all the Bulls, but the few I watched, what I think about the, the playoff system in general. Um, so I guess we'll start there. Um, one, I think they have it right. Bama and Clemson are the two best teams in the country. They should be playing for the national championship. That being said, Notre Dame should not have been in. I would have put them at six. I would have gone, uh, Bama, Clemson. I would have put Oklahoma three because I think they earned it. And I would have put Ohio State four, Georgia five, and then Notre Dame, I guess, in six. But my thinking is the eye test, first of all, OSU just looks like a better team. Dwayne Haskins is pretty ridiculous as a college quarterback. He just declared today he's going to be in the NFL. He's a baller, better than Ian Book or anyone Notre Dame has. Um, Georgia, I know they had two losses. They were definitely a good team, but they had their shot at Bama in the SEC championship game. They could have won. They don't get a check second chance. They don't get to go in. And then Oklahoma, I mean, they won their conference. They're, they were 12-1. and Kyler Murray, Murray won the Heisman. He's a baller. So that's what I think it should have been. It should have been Bama, Clemson, Ohio, or Oklahoma, then OSU. Uh, to go off of that, I think Notre Dame kind of sucks. If I would have ranked them... I know I said they would be like five, but if I was ranking the whole thing, they would have been out of the top ten. Because, I mean, look at their schedule. They play Michigan. These are their ranked teams. Michigan, Stanford, Virginia Tech, Syracuse. None of them that good. Like, you can say they're ranked, whatever. Michigan, week one, was their best game. It was at home. Michigan was a way better team later in the season, even though they still kind of sucked. I thought they were kind of fake. And then other wins were Ball State by eight. Does anyone know where that is? Vanderbilt by five. Worst team in the SEC. Only lost by five. Pitt by five. Zay, I think you can testify that Pitt's garbage and they should have won by more than five. Yep. And then USC by seven. Um, USC was also garbage this year. The, the bottom line is good teams crush bad ones. Notre Dame didn't do it. And I think they went on way on reputation. Um, to be quite frank, if Mackenzie Milton didn't get hurt at UCF, I would have put UCF above Notre Dame. They were undefeated. So I think Notre Dame needs to, one, beat bad teams. They need to get in a conference and then just, I don't know, win games that they should. So, like, they ruined Notre Dame-Clemson was an awful game. I knew Clemson was going to win the whole time. I thought they'd score more than three points, but they didn't. All right. That's the first part of my rant. The second is all this nonsense about expanding the playoff. Not for me. Go to eight teams? No, thank you. It's just like, one, it's like, oh, you won your conference. So there's like five conferences. You won your conference, you're in the playoff. Like, 
okay, obviously a Pac-12 champ isn't going to stack up against Ohio State, obviously Alabama, Clemson. So it's like a participation trophy. It's like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Now, let's just say it went to eight teams this year. My top eight would have been, in this order, Bama, Clemson, well, we'll keep the top four. Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. Five was Georgia, six, Ohio State, seven was Michigan, eight was UCF. That's like the actual playoff ranking. So if that was the case and it was eight teams, would I really want to see Alabama destroy UCF? Would I really need to see Clemson destroy Michigan? I think Ohio State would have beat Notre Dame. And then I was kind of tossed up with Oklahoma and Georgia. I I said Oklahoma would win. So then by that case, the top four would be Bama versus Ohio State and Clemson versus Oklahoma. And I still would have had Bama and Clemson in the championship game. So I think it's just a waste. Don't go to eight teams. I don't want to see UCF play Alabama or Clemson next year just because they were 13-0 and and think they can win. No, they didn't even beat LSU. So, boom. And then, obviously, my other takes were I thought Georgia would roll Texas. Didn't happen. Yeah. I think Texas was sneaky good this year. Uh, obviously, Texas has a ton of talent. Uh, I think their QB's Shane Ellinger. Is that right? Or Shane Bouchelet? Well, I think Ellinger was playing Georgia, but they beat Oklahoma, and they almost beat them twice. Yeah. The only reason they didn't, Kyler Murray, Heisman. So Texas, watch out for them next year. And then I think my other takeaway was SEC's best conference Kentucky beat Penn State, LSU beat UCF, Florida thrashed Michigan, not even close. Like I said, Michigan's garbage. That so, game was so disappointing. Yeah, I mean... I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Jim Harbaugh fan, and I like Michigan, and that game was sad. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Jim Harbaugh fan much. too, but like, <laughs> no show against Ohio State, no show against Florida. I don't know what else he can say. Um, obviously, he's a good coach. Like, 10 wins a good season. But obviously didn't get it done. So that's my rant. You guys, any comment on any of that? Um, what do you think of the playoff uh, system? I think Roland put in, do we do BCS, 14 playoffs, some other option? You guys, table's all yours. Um, so I think, for the most part, I agree with Michael. Um, although... I think the last spot um, is, was close for me. It was either Ohio State or Georgia. Uh-huh. And I wanted to put Georgia in just because the SEC is so good. Um, but definitely knock out Notre Dame. No idea why they were in that. Uh, I saw that happening a mile away, that game. But the system, I I think it, stayed, it should stay the same. Definitely not go to eight teams. Uh, I mean, they, there's a, usually every year there's only two good teams, and that's what happened this year, Alabama-Clemson, and, what, and it's what happened in the past most times. But by the off chance that there are three good teams, um, I think you should have a, the system you have now. Uh, but my only difference to you, Michael, would be putting Georgia in over Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. One, I think, like I said earlier, Oklahoma, I think, should have been the three seed. Yeah. 
Um, and Notre Dame, once again, only got it because they're undefeated and definitely on reputation. Um, I, I just think Ohio State over Georgia because Georgia would be in the four seed. Granted, that game the week earlier was one of the top rated most watched in the country. But, yeah. like, they already lost, so, like, it feels a little, I don't know, different. I, I was going to say weak, but I don't know about that. Um, yeah. That's my take. Roland, John, anything? Um, <clears throat> sorry, I don't know. It's not a joke. Um, yeah, so I, like, I mean, okay, so I was never, like, big into college football, like the bowl games and stuff, uh, until I think, like, the year before the national championship or the, the college football playoff uh, series started going. Um, so, like, 20, what was that, 2013, 2014? Yeah. Um, so that, that first, uh, the, the last BCS championship was the one that was, like, the first one I really watched. It was uh, Florida State. Um, Auburn. Yeah, Florida State and Auburn. Um, and, like, I don't know. So I didn't know a whole lot about the BCS um, and, like, the way that it went and everything. Um, but then, you know, I'm sitting here on on the couch watching um, – not not all the bowl games because there were there were good bowl games, but the semifinals this year. I'm sitting here watching these and I'm like, these games suck. Mm-hmm. Um, Alabama and Clemson far far and away the best teams in the nation. Um, and then I started thinking about you know the the other college football playoffs that we've had over the past couple of years, and honestly, they haven't been very good matchups either. Um, you look at the first year, uh, Oregon absolutely, under Marcus Mariota, absolutely throttled Florida State um, in that one. Uh, I think Michigan State was in there, too. Yep, Michigan State-Bama. Uh, yeah, and they just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, or no, uh, that year was Ohio State-Bama. Ohio State beat Bama. Um, and then played Oregon. But, yeah, so, yes. I mean... The uh, when you look at the score and you look at the matchups, like like the one and two seeds have have pretty much been, you know, I mean, they've done a good job of predicting the one and two seeds. It's once you start getting into those lower ones that it starts getting trickier. Um, and so I started doing like research into like you know what the BCS was and why, why this college football selection committee can't pick their top five um, and you know, have it be legitimate. And so, um, I guess my, I, I also, um, agree about not expanding the playoffs. I considered it for a while, uh, earlier this season, just cause everyone was talking about it. And I was like, well, I mean, it'd be cool, um, to see. And then, you know, that way you get, you know, the power five champions in, um, and all that. Uh, but, I think the most I would do is a six-team, so basically the same setup as, as NFL, where you have kind of a wild-card weekend. Um, three and six seed would play and four and five seed, and then they would go on to play. But there's just, I don't know, there's not enough bowl games right. for all that. It would really take away from some other people that are, from some other programs that are doing, you know, good stuff and not able to, you know, make those top 
six, you know, um, would take away some of those good bowl games, especially since there's like, you know, there's this, there's the eight right. that are like the big ones. So, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know. I, I looked at it and I think the committee is, is kind of my big issue with it. So I would keep with the four, um, the four team college football playoff system. Um, except the way that I would rank them is off of the BCS ranking. So, Mm, um, that's the other thing is you could, with the BCS, you could actually see, you know, how much better a team was ranked, um, than another one. So, um, a 1.0 would be, you know, the number one rank. Um, and then, well, I'm sure you guys know how Except for maybe John knows how the BCS ranking sort of works, but um, so I guess that that's what I would do is is kind of bring in that BCS ranking because a lot of people think that the uh, oh okay um, a lot of people think that you know the committee is is really the the problem with everything um, and. Um, having that, that human decision, you know, just saying, trust me, trust us, we're going to, you know, pick the best teams for us for the college football playoffs. It clearly hasn't worked. Um, at least with the BCS, you were able to um, also have, like, a computer ranking um, and then, like, a poll. Um, so it, it kind of averages out that, like, uh, that human error right. um, or human bias, so. I don't know that obviously, you know, there's never going to be a perfect thing. It's not like basketball. You can't just have a tournament of 64 teams Um, as much as I'm sure people would like to see that. Football is a very different sport. Um, So it's going to take a while to get a, get a good system down. But I don't know for my research, that's what I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you guys think. Yeah. I want to get John's opinion. Are you in here, John? I just got back. Right. Sorry, my no, you're computer on. restarted. Um, we wanted to get your opinion on all this, if you have one. On the college think. football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was looking up right before I crashed the who's on the selection committee for the <laughs> top four. You've got so many former players. Then you've got random reporters and athletic directors, I really want it just to remain within that football sphere. I don't know why reporters are on there. Get them out. Yeah. And a part of me honestly wants a little bit longer of a playoff process. I'm a sucker for knockout games. Yeah. I think tension, atmosphere is just great. But even on the off chance that an Oklahoma State passes Alabama or a higher-seated team, TV rights and TV money would be distributed to more programs, theoretically just making the sport better. Right. But I can't understand your arguments on, you know, you only really have an Alabama and maybe one other team, maybe an Auburn, maybe a Georgia, maybe somebody else. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like there are things they can change before the playoff structure. So, like... Alabama will play 
I'm just using Bama as an example, but they play LSU, Auburn, everyone in their division, Mississippi State, Ole Miss. They'll play one okay team. I think it's been like Louisville the past few years. But then they'll play like the Citadel or like Jacksonville State. They'll play these trash teams that's like just boost their record, whereas like, I don't know, other teams will play better ones. So like, Yeah, that's true. It's just like, okay, so Bama, you played these teams, and they play all of them like at home or like after a bye. So it's like they fudge their schedule a little bit. So I feel like if you like make them play their division teams, make them play a Georgia, a Florida before the SEC championship game, or like play Clemson week one, play Ohio State week one, play someone good just to like make their schedule make their 13 and 0 schedule look better rather than playing the citadel and all those garbage teams um yeah, plus the plus the sec plays like an extra they do one less uh conference game right right so, yeah but um also i'm glad that you brought that up john um condoleezza rice is on the yes uh is on the college football selection. Game. What is she doing there? For some reason. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget, she was, uh, there was a report that she might coach the Browns. Yeah, I mean, I that. It, it wasn't like true, she wouldn't take it, but just the fact that she was maybe considered is kind of ridiculous to me. Um, yeah. The last thing I'm going to say about it before we do our picks for tonight's game is the only thing I don't like about expanding, another thing I don't like about expanding is if we make it a system where, like, you just win your um, conference championship, that opens the door for, like, what if, like, Northwestern had beaten Ohio State, right, in their Big Ten championship game? Then Northwestern gets that automatic bid. They're probably the eight seed, and then they play Bama. So, like, would you... If you're Northwestern, would you rather, you know, get to a be- a decent bowl game... Or get in the playoffs. Right. That was the case. Yes, yeah. yeah. Play Washington in the Rose Bowl or to get destroyed by Alabama. I don't know. If you're a senior, I'm gonna... I'd rather play Washington in the Rose Bowl. I don't know. That's just me. Get destroyed by Bama. Right. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I'd go destroyed by Bama. Wow. Also, when you do that, you have to also consider Notre Dame that's not in a conference right now. And it's like, okay, you know, you have this undefeated Notre Dame team. Um, like when I was thinking about the sixth seed, one, one of the, the six, the six uh, team playoff, one of the big issues with that is um, one of the things that was good about that was you get a Power Five conference, all the Power Five conference champions, and then you get, you know, whoever's got the next best record was the way I was going to look at it. But you could also look at... Uh, and I, as soon as you, now that you say Northwestern, I, I almost like am hesitant to say it, but like a group of five, you know, whoever the best group of five is, uh, even though they would play Alabama and get wrecked. Right, like that could be uh, UCF this year. But, or... but then, you know, it's like, what do you do with Notre Dame? Because they're not in a, I mean, Notre Dame just needs to get in the Big Ten. Um, yeah, I mean. I think. You can't but, count it against them that USC was so bad. Like, I feel like if USC was better and then they did beat them, um, or like Stanford, Tech, Syracuse, like if any of those teams are better, if Pitt was serviceable, you know, that would make their schedule better. 
But like you can't, I feel like you can't hold it against them that USC like missed the bowl game for the first time in forever. Yeah, um, and you know who is the only team? The only people that believe in Notre Dame are Notre Dame people. Yeah, yeah. It's also the only people they, that want Notre Dame to stay independent. So right, they are insufferable. As someone who dates them, watching the playoff game with her, I just couldn't be realistic and root for Notre Dame. Are you kidding me? Dang, John's getting personal. All right, um. So, to end college football, tonight, Bama-Clemson part four, right? Third for the title, fourth overall. Um, For a recap, Bama won first one, Clemson won it second time in a thriller. Bama beat down on them a little bit last year, but this year's totally new game. Clemson's quarterback is a stud. If you haven't watched him play, you need to see this guy. Stud. Trevor Lawrence. True freshman. He is so good. Like, you guys don't understand. He is so good. Oh, I know. He killed Pitt. He is... He's pretty <laughs> would nasty. You this, would you say Trevor Lawrence is Thor with the hammer or with the axe from Infinity War? I would say hammer because he doesn't have the haircut. Yeah, it's the hair. Oh, true. He did get Thor. Every, every time I see Trevor Lawrence, I'm like, that boy needs a haircut. Fun but fact, his hair has its own Twitter account. Um, really? <laughs> But also, because uh, we all went to Mount St. Mary, shout out. But, um, you know, it's Catholic school. Trevor Lawrence said in a press conference, football doesn't f- define him. It's his faith or w- and stuff like that. Really good video. Just makes me want to root for Clemson more. Doesn't mean that's who I think's going to win. We'll get to that in a little bit. Because, um, like, here's what I think. Bama Clemson. QBs. I'm going to say even. They both played about a season as a starter. Um, both phenomenal. I would say both Heisman candidates, even though Trevor Lawrence wasn't. Wide receivers, weapons-wise, even. Offensive line, defensive line, even. Tons of pros on both sides. Where I get the advantages, I think Bama has better secondary. I think they have more running backs. Um, and I think they have a better coach. Um, so... I still don't know who I think will win. I can definitely see either way. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be high scoring. It's going to be great. Um, I want to hear you guys first. Who do you guys think is going to win? So, uh, I think Clemson wins. I think they win. uh, I'm going to go, I don't know. 45, 35. Oof. Um, I just, I think uh, Tua hasn't been himself, I think, lately. You're right. Um, and I think facing a much better Clemson defense, uh, I think he's going to have issues. So, and I think, uh, I think Trevor Lawrence, I think, will be fine. Um, I like the running back for Clemson a lot. I can't remember his name right now, but I think he, I think he's a very good running back. First play of the game against Pitt in the ACC championship game, he took it what eighty yards or something. You're so, talking about like the Etienne guy, right? Yeah, Etienne. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's a good running back. I think, um, but anyway, I think Clemson wins. Yeah. I think it will be a good game. I think they'll, they'll pull away at the end. So I think for the most part it would be a good game, but I think I think Clemson wins this one. Okay, John. We're gonna go to John next. 
as much as I want part four to be a new hope, a dethronement of Alabama's empire reign. I'm trying to go Star Wars here. I do think Alabama's going to win. Okay. Here we go. Bama. Culture. Good pick. For, Good pick, you know. If you're a senior, this is your fourth championship. If you've played for your four years. Right? This is this is normal. This is another game. This is another championship. Yeah, it's third. Yeah, it'd be their third, but that's still pretty. It's good, right? Um, if you came in as a freshman and now it's four years later, this is your third right. championship. This is something you're you're used to. Something you expect to do is expect to win, and I think they'll turn up. All right. I also think I also think it comes down to Trevor Lawrence's composure. Can he stay composed as a freshman? Can he command the pocket? Can he draw out the plays? He doesn't have to necessarily, I think, make all these plays, but he has to draw them out, maybe tire out the defense yeah. of Alabama to create some long bombs in the second half. Maybe that could be a key to winning. Yeah. But it's kind of hard to bet against Alabama. Right. I think they'll win. Hope Clemson will win. I want, you know, skinny baby Thor to do well. Yeah, I, I'm with you on everything, John. I especially hear the composure. That was a big question for me last week against Notre Dame. Uh, he obviously showed up, um, but Bam was a little different animal, I think. Uh, Roland, what do you got? Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I can only ever, really, I can only really see it going uh, one of two ways, and that's either it's going to be a close game. Well, no, I, it's going to be a close game, and either either Clemson or Alabama comes out on top. Or Alabama's just going to blow them out of the water. Um, I don't really see Clemson. Sorry, Zay. I don't see him blowing out Alabama. Um, I don't, Ten points isn't necessarily yeah, a blowout. But, a blowout. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just, um, I kind of, you know, wasn't, I, I watched Clemson, you know, a, a couple times over the season and, I was like, yeah, this Trevor Lawrence kid's good. Uh, uh, like the Clemson, you know, defense is is, is great. Um, but you know, I'm I'm just like, he's a true freshman. Like, what's he gonna do under pressure? Uh, um, I thought Notre Dame might give him, you know, a better might might kind of hand it to him a little bit more uh, than they did, but um, he performed great, which uh, I think. Going into the semifinals, I had Bama winning uh, nine times out of ten, yeah, uh, and by a significant amount. But uh, after seeing you know more of Trevor Lawrence, I could I could definitely see. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, that's my actual pick because it's going to be a close game. Um, I don't necessarily want it to go to overtime, right? Um, so who do you have but, winning, Bama? Uh, I'm actually gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Bama. Um, I think I I root for for the the Clemson culture a little bit more, uh, and I like Dabo Sweeney uh, just a little bit more than Nick Saban. Um, but I think I think Bama's defense, uh, and then also the fact that you know if Tua is struggling. Um, they still have they have Jalen Hurts to turn to, right? Um, and you know you saw what he get, did against Georgia uh, in a big moment. So um, I think that 
Alabama's got the edge. All right. Also, keep this in mind. Over the last two games, Alabama's defense has let up around 60 points. Combined? Over the last two games. Over the last two games. See, it's tough for me because everything you guys said I agree with. I can see it being a gun show back and forth. You know, Dabo Sweeney against Nick Saban. He went to Alabama. I can see Trevor Lawrence, who's broken all of Deshaun Watson's records in high school, you know, being composed. I can see Bama getting to him and rattling him. Um, the the way I see it, I, I can, there are two scenarios I see. It's going to be a close game in my opinion. I think it's close till like the fourth quarter and then Bama's just stable of talent on defense and their running back depth just pounds Clemson to the ground. Or I see Trevor Lawrence absolutely lighting it up and they winning by two touchdowns. Which one do I think is more realistic? I think the Bama win is more realistic. Um, but I would not be surprised at all to see Trevor Lawrence win it. So I'm going to pick... I'm going to go with Clemson. I think Clemson has... I think Bama has all the pressure in the world to win. Tua's not been hot. Um, and I think Trevor Lawrence shines bright on this stage. Um, I agree. I, I'm going to be so bold as to say Clemson's going to win this year. Clemson's going to win next year, too. That's my pick. So yep. we got Zay and I going Clem, John, Roland going Bama. We will figure out what happens tonight in three hours. We should know. So it's going to be a good game. I, I will say that um, I think all season everybody's known that it was going to be Bama-Clemson. It's like, like the Warriors. Everybody knows the Warriors are going to go to the finals and they're going to win. Um, it's just a matter of who they're up against um but i will say that i you know was not excited about alabama clemson round four uh and i i am after watching the uh the semifinals good so all right i lied the last my last college football thing is um my way too early 2019 week one or projections for the playoff i'm gonna go clemson whoever wins this game it's going to be one. The loser's going to be two. Number three, I'm going to put Ohio State, uh, especially mm. if Justin Fields plays. Number four, I'm going to go... Pff, tough one. It's got to be Big Ten team. I'm going to go Texas. I'm going to go Clemmer, Bama, 1-2, Ohio State, Texas. That's my top four. All right, last topic. The nice thing about this podcast right now is we don't have sponsors, so we don't have to do commercials. But we could... So if we blow up, we if we if we blow up, we could get commercials. Um, all right, uh, Wildcap happened this past weekend. We got the Colts beating the Texans. We got the Chargers beating the Ravens. The Eagles beating the Bears and Cowboys beating the Seahawks. All close games. Was anyone surprised? I was surprised the Eagles won. Nick Foles, another playoff upset. I feel like I'm living back in 2018. That is going to be a topic for next week, especially if he wins Nick Foles or Carson Wentz. Writing that Nick down. Nick Foles. Okay. He can finally connect with Golden Tate. Carson Wentz let me down. Um, me. You guys, any thoughts on that weekend? Then we'll hit Divisional weekend and wrap this up. Uh, no surprises for me. I think... Um, I, I saw the Eagles winning 
Yeah. Uh, I think look out for the Eagles. The last thing the NFC wanted was the Eagles to get into the playoffs, and that's what happened. So uh, I would not be surprised at all if well, – we'll make our projections later, but – no, yeah. I, I'm with you, Zay. I definitely hear you. you think I, so? Eagles yeah. are dangerous. The last thing the NFC wanted was for the Eagles. Are you thinking it's rigged again? They got whooped no. by the Saints a few weeks ago. They're coming in with big Nick Foles. Yeah. It's, they're da- <laughs> the <laughs> they're dangerous. The last time the Saints played the Eagles, uh, the Saints killed the Eagles. It's going to be a completely different game. Look yeah. out. Eagles are, Eagles are winning. Roland, are you worried about your Patriots facing the L.A. Chargers in Foxborough? You better be. I thought we're, we're not there yet. Are we? Yeah. That's, I thought we were talking about wild card. I mean, Let's go divisional. do you uh, have any? Okay. Talk about the wild card, talk about divisional, talk about whatever you want. The NFL. The, 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 the only one that um, really surprised me, and it didn't really surprise me because I really don't, uh, trust Mitch Trubisky yet? Uh, I knew that that if the Bear, I mean, the whole season, the Bears made it into the playoffs on their defense, not their offense. Um, and I think that that was going to be the same, you know, with their playoff run. Um, I mean, everybody was <laughs> hating on the kicker. Um, we found out now that it's that it was tipped. It was tipped. Um, but the kicker put up more points than the rest of the Bears' offense did. Um, so, you know, at some point, you got to put up touchdowns. Um, and that was that was the one that I was I was kind of yeah, I don't know, surprised about was was the the Eagles beating the Bears. Um, but um, I don't know, John, do you have anything to say before I go into divisional? Nah, man, you go ahead. Let me just throw in wild round. card weekend then. Chicago Bears. He can do it all. He can catch. He can kick. <laughs> he needs all. a quarterback. Yeah. Antonio Brown's a quarterback. Out there, yeah. No, no, no. No, he needs a quarterback. Oh. All right. Last thing uh, I'm gonna say about Wild Card Weekend. I really thought the Seahawks could beat the Cowboys. I was, I was really shocked by how well Dak Prescott played, um, and how their defense just keeps on going. I really thought the Seahawks would win just because Russell Wilson plays like an MVP every week, but. I was wrong. All right. I hoped. I didn't think they were going to, though. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Roland, roll us into Divisional Weekend. We got um, Patriots. So, yeah, I mean, and... I was not surprised that the Chargers were going to take it to the take it to the Ravens. Um, I was surprised that they had to kick mostly field goals to do it. Um, but, honestly, uh, after, after seeing those games... Um, I don't know. I wasn't, and seeing what the Chargers did against the Bengals a couple weeks ago, where they had to kick a bunch of field goals to try and win. I don't. You can't go into Foxborough and win off a of field goal. So if the Chargers want to beat the Patriots uh, this weekend, they're going to have to step up big. Um, but obviously, the New England defense is not the Baltimore defense. Um, but you can't go into you can't go into Foxborough and kick field goals and expect to win. Um, Tom Brady's going to be there, you know, he's, he's going to take it to you. Um, it doesn't matter who, who's healthy. Um, you're, you're always going to be in a contest if you're going up against someone like him. Um, I don't have the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. Um, I just don't think that this is their year. Uh, they, 
you know, have, they don't have, uh, certainly don't have the offensive weapons or the defensive ability um, to be able to handle either the Saints or the uh, Rams um, if any of those were to make it into the Super Bowl. Um, so, but I, I do see the Patriots rolling past, not not necessarily rolling past, but I do see them beating the Chargers next week. Um, I'm a big Philip Rivers fan, though, so if the Chargers beat the Patriots, uh, I think they're they're my they're my favorite to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the the team that I would be rooting for the most, I think. Um, and then. So why don't we just do, let's just do divisional picks. So, Ro, who do you think, Chiefs or Colts? Um, this one's so tough. I'm, I'm actually going to, I don't know. I, I hate to pick against the Chiefs, um, but I think the Colts are just going to, like, my gut tells me, why would you pick against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Um, but I just think the Colts are, are so good right now. Um, vastly underrated. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going Colts too. John Zay, what do you got? Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm not. I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes. Nope. Can I bet against Kareem Hunt? When no. He tore me a new one every day in fantasy. Just, just tell me who you want to pick. Chiefs. All right. You also Kareem Hunt, man. Like way too long. For me, for that game, for me, it's. Pat Mahomes versus Andrew Luck, and I trust Andrew Luck right now. They're hot. Pat Mahomes, first playoff game. Andy Reid struggles in playoff games. We'll see how that goes. Um, let's stay in the AFC. Obviously, Roland, you're going Pats. I'm going Chargers. Um, but I will say it comes down to Tom Brady versus Phillip Rivers. I think if Phillip Rivers plays well, Chargers win easy. If not, it's a close game, and then Pats win it close. But I'm going to go Chargers unless something big happens, like Melvin Gordon's out or something. Uh, Zay? Even if Melvin Gordon is out, I'm going Chargers. Uh-huh, I, uh-huh. Pats' defense is garbage, so and Ravens' defense is good, so I am going with the Chargers. John? I'm going Patriots. Ooh. It's cold. It's Tom Brady. Something tells me you dump that against the Pats too often. John, you're just making, like, rock-solid picks. Like, no one can argue against your Bama pick. No one can argue against your New England pick. You're just making solid, safe picks. Um, what can I say? Let's go Rams, Cowboys, Roland. What do you got? Uh, Rams. Yeah. I don't, I don't, the Cowboys have a good defense, but I just I don't see them going into L.A. and, and pull out a win. Like you said, Dak played very well against the Seahawks. Uh, this past weekend, so did Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I don't know. I don't see lightning striking twice. Yeah, John. I don't want that Skip Bayless guy to continue talking anymore. So whoever beats the Cowboys. All right. So okay, Zay, what do you got? L.A. L.A. Rams are gonna win. Aaron um, Donald's too good. Yeah, I I'm gonna go with the Rams as well. We're all going Rams. I think after the bye, Todd Gurley's definitely healthy. Sean McVay is going to scheme the heck out of this game, have his team ready. I think um, I think they win big, actually. I know Dallas has a really good defense. I just think L.A. has too many weapons and a really, really good coach, especially compared to Jason Garrett. 
Um, all right, last game of the weekend, Eagles-Saints. We got Nick Foles. We got Drew Brees in New Orleans. Roland, who's your pick? Um, I'm almost scared to say. Um, I think I'm still going to go Saints. Um, but, God, those Eagles, man. I know. They have a way of, like, like destroying your expectations and crushing your hopes and dreams. Uh, maybe I'm still salty from the Super Bowl. Uh, but it's going to be, I don't know, I thought that I thought that um, whatever the Saints were going to play, um, the Saints were just going to roll them. Um, but it's going to be close. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going Saints because, you know, Drew Brees, if it, if it comes down to Drew Brees and uh, Nick Foles, Drew Brees every day. Um, but it, it is going to be close. Um, closer than Saints fans hope, I think. All but right. I'm still going Saints. John? Saints all day. Okay. No. Eagles don't pull out a win in New Orleans. Zay? Eagles. Ooh. Yo, I'm from Pittsburgh, and I'm picking a Philly team. That's it. I can't stand... I can't stand I, a Philly see, fan winning anymore. Hold, hold on. I know I can't, stay, I can't stand Philly, but Nick Foles could keep up with Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. He can keep up with Drew Brees. So, I'm telling you, I would not be surprised if Eagles win back to back. So, oh God, no. here's what I think. Honestly, if Carson Wentz was playing, I would be much more confident in the Saints. Yes, agree. I'm just saying, like, Nick Foles won Super Bowl last year, went 3-0. He went 4-0 to end the season, into the playoffs. He's on fire. Yeah. It's in New Orleans. Saints got a bye. I have to go New Orleans. The bye kills teams. Well, I mean, Sean Payton, Drew Brees in New Orleans, different team. Eagles defense, especially their back four, they've been playing well. I just think they just hit a wall this time. I'm going to go Saints, so we'll see what happens. We'll talk about it next week. I wrote it down. I got all our picks. Um, oh, my God. So I'm, I'm going to make sure. If, I need a midweek pod so I can change my mind. I mean, maybe we'll see how we do, I guess. If we need a second pod, we'll do a second pod. Um, so that's everything we had today. Um, if anyone listens to this and want to send us an email... We have an email. It's we got a memo six at gmail.com. That's we got a memo. The number six at gmail.com. I guess there are five other people that had that email address. Or that was Zay's favorite number. Um, and we have a Twitter. It's we got a memo pod. Uh, slide into our DMs. Tag us in anything you want us to see. Um, send us if your little kid wins a soccer championship scores a goal and you got the video send it to us we'll talk about it um i'm sure john roland zay will examine the technique of this kid or whatever but if little timmy wins a championship good for him we'll talk about it just you know honestly let us know what you think of our podcast (laughs) suggestions if you think we need to be more organized if you think any of us has a really good face for radio just let us know um like i said we We're going to read every DM. We're going to read every email um, and listen to our fans. Other than that, that's all we got. Uh, I think Monday is we're going to try to make our day. If not, um, I 
guess just wait for our next podcast to drop. But that's all we got today. Watch the national championship game. Don't watch Bachelor. You can watch that online afterwards. Just watch the game and uh, go Clemson.